Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red-letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Mo. With me, as always, are Larry and Curly. And we watched <laughs> Wes Craven's new nightmare. Parker, why did you choose this? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had even odds. All right. So, Scream 3 is actually the movie. As a, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of similar to a new nightmare, right? Because it sucks. Because <laughs> it's because it's over long and uh, it's two hours for some fucking reason. And people that I trusted told me it was good as hell. So look, uh, <laughs> look. Who? I don't know who those people are, but it definitely wasn't me. Yeah. Who amongst us would say that to their friend who'd never seen it and make it waste four hours watching two screen movies? <laughs> oh, I forgot he also watched. Okay, I yeah. did. Well, <laughs> documentary's upcoming. So, uh, Parker, do we have any news? I'm holding out my left hand and my right hand. Chris, pick a hand. Uh, right hand. At Ben Affleck. Verified. Ben Affleck. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Chris, your thoughts? <laughs> you said Ben Affleck, and immediately my mind went to Ben Stiller instead. So Yeah, was, you'd wish that. That was instead, the better movie. On a lazy Sunday afternoon, I'm scrolling through my phone watching football and see Ben Affleck's enormous gargantuan face tweeting about the Snyder Cut. And Why realized, do you, you know, follow Ben Affleck? I don't. Things get retweeted on my account. I couldn't escape it. And you say I'm the one who should delete his Twitter. So I'm going to make... Uh, we both should. Well, <laughs> I'm going to give a little hot take here. I think the Snyder Cut might be coming. I actually think this is real. This is I'm a, Same, I'm a Snyder truther uh, in this capacity. I don't know if that uh, means a whole lot. But I feel like if they're all like tweeting about this now and they're all saying like, oh, you should do it, you should do it, that means it's probably been in the works for a while, you know, and they've been working it on is, this behind the scenes. It is absolutely coming with that streaming release next year, oh, whatever yeah, their fucking go. platform is. Yeah. That is the most obvious, hey, you guys want to watch this for eight ninety nine a month or whatever? But also, wouldn't it be really funny if it didn't? Really <laughs> this just happened every six <laughs> months. Literally, like every week, Zack Snyder just tweets out like another picture from the work print of that movie that doesn't exist. I kind of hope he just does it for a decade and it never comes out, and these people die sad. All I know like, is that people in the know seem to believe that it's a real thing and that it's coming out, and people who are not in the know say they don't care. By the way, life hack if you're ever dealing with somebody who's like A, really in the comic book movies, and B, really passive aggressive, if you just call him Josh Whedon, people get real mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, what's in the left hand? Lionsgate Land's K pop comedy Soul Girls, penned and produced by Rebel Wilson. Your thoughts? I was I was worried that we were done with Rebel Wilson. Me too. So. Yeah, thank goodness. Done with Rebel Wilson. Did you guys not see the Cats trailer? <laughs> was there a new one released? Oh, uh, yeah, it came out but, today. Oh my god, I didn't see it. Was there? <laughs> it's 
so much more upsetting than you can imagine. Oh, no. Chris, in case you were curious, yes, they still look like that. <laughs> they did not go the Sonic route, as it turns out. Oh, should we talk about the Sonic thing? Uh, Man, I, I already miss old Sonic. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, now I, I have no interest in seeing that fucking movie. I have to admit, I'm kind of... That should be like a director's cut version, you know? It's on a DVD special <laughs> That's feature. the new Snyder cut, <laughs> yes. <laughs> really Sonic. shitty Sonic. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that horrifying Sonic. <laughs> if you're going to make your CGI look identical to a cartoon, just make a cartoon instead. Of course, yeah. I, I have to admit, I, I kind of want to see Ugly Sonic now. Yeah, I know. If, if your CGI, like, if you got like a shitty, like, quote unquote, realistic version of Sonic, sure, whatever. Just give me that. Man. Like, I, I don't. Because when that trailer dropped initially, I gasped. And then I said, okay, we're, we're first. In. We're safe. Yeah, like, I was all in on seeing that. Well, and then the second trailer dropped, and I thought two things. I thought, wow, that looks a lot better. And two, I am not going to see this. Wow, this looks like Sonic's supposed to look. Wait, I fucking hate Sonic. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> There's been like two good Sonic games ever. This 30 like, years ago. He's like peeing on really stuff. Really been a wild joke? ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey just skeeting and bopping with a big old mustache. It's going to be good. Remember Jesus. when Jim Carrey was in things? Next week's no. episode, the number twenty-three. Oh my god, that's <sighs> okay. A, that, that is a lesson. It only takes two <laughs> and three, which is twenty-three, as you yeah. know. It, it, it all adds up. It all adds up. <laughs> <laughs> we both on there. Oh man! All right, I'll watch the cats trailer afterwards. Uh, if this was video, it could have me doing like a live reaction. My brain's so, really uh, sliding out of my ear. Our pivot to video is just Chris crying as he watches the cats dancing around. <laughs> Not sleeping tonight, are we? <laughs> Not me. That uh, Taylor Swift cat with the catnip is just a oh vile God, image. No. <laughs> it's a sentence that I hate saying. It's the thing I hate seeing. You love to see it, folks. Every time a new person is exposed to that, tra like that trailer or the old trailer, anything about cats, I just love how every time, every time, without fail, they're like, I don't get it. They're just cats and they sing and they don't do anything. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Actually, no. One of them does something. One of them dies. Yeah, Correct. and then he gets like, isn't that the one that gets taken up by a UFO? Yeah, he goes to cat heaven. Which yeah. Is apparently, uh, an aliens that you figured out. Yeah. Well, I'm we will. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be there. All right. Uh, do we have any like, jokes of the week? I don't think it's true that that movie cost three hundred million. But if it is true, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my wait, life. Wait, wait. What was that number? Three hundred million dollars. Skip. You know how much I like big, beautiful numbers. <laughs> the best numbers, even. But $300 million? I... Hold up. That, like, I absolutely that don't believe that. Than, but is, also, I choose to believe it. Isn't that more than we're stupid. asking South Korea to pay for our troops overseas? Yes. <laughs> for the price of one cat. <laughs> we can <could laughs> occupy you. <laughs> $300 million to look like that. <laughs> Money well spent as far as I'm concerned. Because movies are about making a lasting impression. And I can guarantee once we leave that theater, I will never forget Cats as long as I live. Correct. Rum Tum Tugger. It will be a part of me. <laughs> oh my god, $300 million. Alright, do we have any jerks of the week? Oh fuck. I can't believe you've done this. I'll get to mine. All of the cats.
God. My, yeah. <laughs> all right. My jerk of the week is Chris Ma- is Chris Matthews for not admitting that he farted on camera. It's absolutely him. Oh, and, you coward. Yeah. And <laughs> my immediate response to that was, man, this is the first time in 10 years that I've really wished we had Mythbusters still. <laughs> <laughs> like when he claimed it was just like a coffee cup dragging across the floor. Oh, I was like, that. man, you know what? I, you know who I would love to see do this? The fact that he looks like a walrus. Let's, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Uh, Eric Swallow did pause right in the middle of that sentence, right when the fart came. Like, he knew it was coming. But that's a Chris Matthews thing. He has a history. Investigate him. Remove his picks. Uh, I do have a keeping it woke goes wrong. <coughs> Listen, you communist son of a bitch. Uh, it's good. not the obvious one. It's not the Charlie's Angels one because I don't really care about that. Did anyone here watch that movie? Dude, I thought that movie came out, like, next year. <laughs> <laughs> so did everyone else apparently yeah. <laughs> yeah i too learned it came out when i saw the headline that it bombed i was like oh how about that yeah. i hadn't gotten a trailer yet yeah. i guess that movie exists I, I saw a trailer with i think with alex and she was moderately excited for it because she likes Kristen stewart that makes i thought you were gonna say it because she likes women's rights <laughs> <laughs> finally feminist movie she, she might she might like feminist friends all right now my my keeping it what goes wrong goes to some individual calling himself alan moore uh he's an author he writes uh the children's books where you draw pictures to help them if they have trouble reading so the picture is called like, manga yeah they they like if, if you have like trouble reading like dr seuss or something like that you can use like the pictures to like sort of help yourself out and be or like, you could just watch goes. 13 episodes of green eggs and ham or, or you could do that well that's coming up Depends cortana how long are the episodes <laughs> so anyway alan moore uh recently was on a real one uh he was echoing the sentiments expressed by francis ford coppola and martin scorsese about comic book movies he said they're they're overly violent they're all the same they're kind of conditioning uh young people to all think in this very safe sort of way and for a while i was kind of with him uh for a while i was kind of like you know what maybe we shouldn't watch all these big corporation movies as i watch scream and i'm like i don't know maybe he's got a pretty good point here I, some of his works are somewhat familiar parker you said you really like the comic book version of league of extraordinary gentlemen and uh did i yeah <laughs> no sure but, and then he ended his statement by saying that the first superhero movie ever was Birth of a Nation. <laughs> and Next I, week's episode. I think you kind of lose me on that one, Alan. <laughs> Follow-up question. Do you know what Alan Moore looks like? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> That's that... important to the story. Yeah, he looks like... Uh... <laughs> he looks like he's related to the Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> And also Rob Zombie. He looks like I am. Oh, trust me. I'm tossing and turning. He looks like Billy Mitchell in five years. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Subsisting off Donkey Kong Jr. cartridges. All right. uh, Let's get into what we watched recently. Alex, I watched The Queen's Corgi. Oh, what'd you think, buddy? (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. I actually... I don't really like repeating ourselves. I don't want to cover the same ground that you covered. So I don't want to mention that Donald Trump was in it and that there's a couple <laughs> joke and that there's several, several rape jokes. Correct. Got I, him. Wanna, Got him. I want to talk about two things in particular that really made me hate this movie. One, uh, it just looks awful. Like Dude, the it, animation is horrible. It is really bad. Parker, you haven't seen it yet, but what? It, look, it looks oh, like oh, no. not quite as bad as Food Fight, but it's on like the same level. It just looks awful. It, there's, it's something about the facial animation. The, there's a lot of up-close stuff. I don't know. Was this like a 3D movie? I, I don't know. But it just 
looks those really real bad. dogs. Uh, if those were real dogs, then that dog fighting scene probably wouldn't have gone over well. Uh, yeah. Wait, which one? <laughs> all of them. Uh, about the dog fight club one, because that's a reference to make. That movie's, what, 20 years old now? So uh, here's the other thing that really bothered me about it. Uh, like I said, I'm not really into repetition, but they keep using the phrase top dog. I want to be top dog. And it keeps it because it's like an official title. I want to be top dog. And it's so fucking British, too. It's the worst. Top dog. Just again and again and again. Top dog. I have found a movie that is called Top Dog. And it looks like it's the next Ed. So one of you will be enjoying this shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Now, (laughs) next week's episode, Ed. Actually, you know, there was a thing on Twitter. This is the use of Twitter here. Someone said everyone talks about the best baseball movies, but no one talks about the worst baseball movies. And I think Ed takes the cake for him. Like, oh, finally, someone else has seen this fucking thing. Ed, and of course, that one where they let broads play. (laughs) One A and one B. Now, Alex, uh, far be it for me to disobey you. There are other movies that you say, I think Chris should watch this. And then I do watch it. I watched The Ringer. Which stars one Johnny? Oh, good. <laughs> stars Johnny Knoxville, and uh, I I actually really liked it. Um, I, I I think that what you were saying about it being actually kind of sweet at the end, I you're right. It really was. It was it was actually really nice to see. I mean, uh, I, I there's not really quite as many you know retard jokes in there as I thought there would be, or as the trailer would. And they're they're, they're all front loaded. Yeah, yeah it's like that's then, clearly how they how they hook like teenagers in 2005 or whatever yeah. to come see that movie. So I did some research on it, and uh, Johnny Knoxville was originally trying to be an actor, and the Jackass thing sort of came by. It's just like that's how I get attention, and I think he's a pretty decent actor in this. He looks really uncomfortable with the role. It's just like he he clearly doesn't want to do this. He's not like an awful protagonist like uh maybe an adam sandler movie would be I, he's actually kind of a likable guy oh god that movie with adam sandler yeah Jesus. oh yeah that's yes yeah like even then like, Man, his, i can hear the voices i'm sorry that's the thing is yeah. like johnny knoxville's handicapped voice is not much different from his own maybe the brain damage but like i don't know oh. i kind of liked it although i have to say uh I think your favorite line is still, he's like the Deion Sanders of retards. I think my favorite line is, when the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> Which was an ad lib, and it's one of the funniest ad libs I've ever heard in my life. That's, it was it was really good. <laughs> it was That was really nice. So I, I actually recommend The Ringer. Um, but here's the thing about The Ringer. Alex, don't freak out, but I watched The Ringer in a different state of mind than every single other person who's ever seen The Ringer. I had, up to this point, never seen a Jackass movie. Uh, never watched the Man, show. Man, what? I, yep, yeah. So, that was my reaction as well, yeah. as I screamed at him over text. Parker was insistent that I should watch the Jackass movies, that they were somewhat good or something like that. So, I watched The Rigger before I watched all three Jackass movies, one right after another. Let me tell you how it went. So, the first movie comes on, and... It came out in 2002. I was only 12 years old, and that's a very hard R, so there was no way I was getting into that theater. And even then, like, I, there, I, my parents weren't letting me see that. Bring some know? claws, man. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to be able to see it, but I, I, you know, put it on, and I could only find, like, uh, an SD copy. I had to pay for it on YouTube, I think. And 
I have to admit, it didn't really grab me right off the bat. Uh, you got Wee Man kicking himself in the head or something like that. I'm, I guess that's okay. I guess my favorite one is still Steve-O jumping off the trampoline into the ceiling fan. When this movie <laughs> <went out. laughs> the funniest <laughs> 10 seconds I've ever seen. But the best parts of the movie are when they set it up well. Like, um, the there's a one where Steve-O, uh, a baby crocodile, bites his nipple, right? I was like, oh, that's just kind of stupid. Like, I don't, I don't really see the appeal. Cut to the next scene where he's tightrope walking over the uh, all the alligators with uh, fried chicken hanging out of his thong. <laughs> that has my attention. That made my jaw drop. <laughs> I mean, speaking of ad libs, Johnny Knoxville just getting his soul punched out of his body by butter waking up and mumbling. <laughs> Is butter being okay? <laughs> that was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard. That, that one was really good. Um, uh, I actually have uh, quite a bit to say about the Jackass movies. Um, one of the things that I really don't like about the Jackass movies is, A, the scene where he drinks his own pee, the yellow snow cone, the yellow snow cone bit, that's not funny. He just, that's, I don't know, it's not, there's well, no Well, actually. Version. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it was the a other, different time. The other thing that I don't like is I, I kind of like it when they damage themselves or each other, but I don't like it when they mess with like innocent people. That, I don't know, for some reason it just kind of bugs me because like they're not doing anything. So All right, definitely don't watch Viva La Bam then. I've, I've trust me, I won't because v, because Bam Margera is my least favorite member of this crew. I actually kind of hate this guy. He's well, always don't speak too soon, buddy. He's always fucking with his parents. He's always making you know he's humiliating them on camera. And to be fair, they don't seem like they have the uh, cradial capacity to understand that. But R.I.P. Uh, buddy, we're gonna miss you. Yeah, but I have to I have to say it is kind of gratifying that uh, Bam Bam is immediately revealed as the biggest coward of the group <laughs> like the career arc of seeing all the cky's all the jackass stuff viva la bam and then jackass 3 coming out where they just make him cry by bullying him with snakes is he's not the, it is a, the it's long-term one. storytelling he like he's, seen... he's the one who's scared to do all the stunts he's the one who's screaming like a little girl when that bull's coming right out which by the way you're always going to get footage when there's a bull involved <laughs> uh there's I, I don't know i i think it's kind of nice to see him uh uh, get embarrassed. So hope he gets hit by a bus. Anyway, Chris, I guess Chris you... uh, important question. Yeah. Do the jackass guys hate Danger Aaron more than we hate Loaf? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they do, just by proxy of the fact that he's not in very many of these skits, and still it's too he's many. Only, he's only in the things that no one else wants to do. <laughs> hey, we're gonna pull your tooth out. I mean, what's the punchline there? Just sit down. I think my favorite, my favorite thing was in the credits where they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to use that. I don't care." <laughs> like the staging in that fucking movie, where they're doing the donkey kick, and the camera just pans to them behind him, mimicking his legs shaking in terror. Yeah. Now, Alex, I also watched Jackass in a state of mind that I don't think anyone else has ever watched Jackass in. I watched Jackass the movie at work, so. <laughs> Got to the part where they're using the muscle stimulator on their geeches, and uh, <laughs> I had to alt tab out of that one pretty quick. Like, there's some gross shit, but I still, to this day, cannot watch the paper cut between the toes Ooh, under yeah, no circumstances. Nah, with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got that one on the testes, too, which, uh, thank you nope, so much. Not today. Yeah, that's uh, great. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Jackass 3 is so fucking good. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Just give me a second. Okay. Uh, a couple more here. Spike Jones right. is involved with Jackass. Why? Who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I also don't like the ones where they go to Japan and they just... Chris Pontius is dancing around in a Speedo. That's the joke. I'm looking for the joke. No, no joke. Look, 
Is it funny? No. Did that happen roughly 700 times in my high school? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, there's... Party Boy is a cultural staple, and you cannot change my mind. <laughs> if you say so. I, I was definitely not into that. I, I actually... Rick James, bitch. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I actually kind of feel like Jackass the movie is the weakest of the bunch. Uh, I'm kind of more into two. I'll get into it. But the last one I want to talk about for, uh, for the first Jackass movie, the one I laughed really hard at was... Uh, First, you got the back tattoo of Steve-O showing, um, showing off his back tattoo, because that just reminds me of something that uh, our Evan would do, um, our Danger Evan. <laughs> he would absolutely do that. And then cutting to you guys, the off-road hold on, hold on, tattoo. Hold on. You, guys, you guys heard the Evan news, right? No, what's he doing? What? He is officially a lawyer. He passed oh the bar. What the fuck? Okay, I need to, I need to take 25 here and I need to think. Just... Parker, if you want to go into law school, apparently it's not that hard. <laughs> he can't read. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> well, that has crushed me. All right, At least we know you... Antonio Brown has a fallback. No. Yeah. So I actually I like the off-road tattoo one. That one was really funny. That one made me laugh. Um, anyway, I think a lot of the ones that fall short for me would not fall short for the crew, and it's pretty clear that the uh, the CKY crew made this movie for each other. They want to go into the theater and all laugh like, "Haha, there's Ryan Dunn with a toy car in his butt." That's, but to it's all of us, sucks at driving. I yeah, I, I but I watch it. I'm like, oh, that's not really that funny. But for them, I'm like, oh, look at that, it's up your butt. You know, I don't know. I didn't really get into it. So then we get to uh, Jackass Two. Jackass Two has some good stunts, but it's not worth talking about. What do you compare it to Jackass Three, which is. Oh my God. I, so here's the thing. It's like, Jackass 1, I actually didn't love. I was just like, that's all right, I guess. But I had this itch. I had to see more. I, I Immediately, I wanted to see more. It's like, I can't just stop with this. So I immediately put on 2. And as soon as I was done, I have to watch 3. 3 is so fucking good. It's incredible. <laughs> Jackass 3, maybe. First of all, the high five. <laughs> One of the funniest concepts I've ever seen in my life. The fucking... <laughs> yeah, bring bring soup into this room. <laughs> There's nothing more pure than someone just in tears laughing, screaming, "He fell for the soup!" What a fucking idiot! As his friend is laying on the ground with a broken tray in his hands. Now, lest you guys have any misconceptions, I too am a white boy, and I have heard of some of their stunts and thought to myself, well, I have a pay uh, high pain tolerance and a very small brain. I could probably do some of this. I probably would do some of this, but I have parents who love me. Uh, and then I hear about some of these stunts, and then I realize, oh, no, I would never do that, because I think about the one where it was the riot gear or whatever. They shoot oh out those God. fucking pellets at like 500 feet per second. Bam Margera. Yeah, I think he was actually like more scared of the snakes than he was of uh, this, but it was real close. Like he really didn't want it. Johnny Knoxville, Stephen was right. Johnny Knoxville is the gnarliest motherfucker you're ever gonna meet. Because <laughs> like they are staring at it, like they look like they want to cry, and he's like, "Well, this might be kind of funny. Let's go and do it." I guess. <laughs> like, there's no need to do that. Is this going you to see suck? that demonstration? And you shake his hand and go. Ah, uh, thanks, but no thanks, sir. Sorry yeah, Knoxville, Knoxville, by the way, is very clearly my favorite. I also like Wee Man and Steve-O a lot. Everyone else, I don't really care. Um, especially Bam Margera. God, I hope he gets hit by a bus. Oh, no offense, Randon. Anyway. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, I will admit, Bam Margera had a really good one where they did, like, the glue thing, and he grabbed Ryan Dunn's <laughs> beard. 
He made a fucking face like the Three Stooges. <laughs> Knoxville cracks me up, though. His voice, that laugh. I can see why this polarized a generation. <laughs> Chris, do you want to talk about the funniest ad lib in history? Tearing the trumpet. <laughs> They're bringing jazz back to the working man. <laughs> This man blows a trumpet with his asshole. That's the funniest thing. I think that might be the funniest line in movie history. It's so fucking good. That's right off the bat. It's like, that's the thing about this. And I, I'm being completely serious about that. If you just do these stunts, they're not that funny. But when you dress up and you make a little skit and everything for it, it becomes like so much funnier. You know, like they're making it like its own real thing. They dress up and everything. I, I like that a lot. That makes me laugh. <laughs> like the upside down barbarian. <laughs> that, that was so funny. <laughs> the beast shall be conquered. What, what, stop stinging my lips now. Be- okay, I'm fucking over it. <laughs> no, because you said, hey, what's wrong, man? fucking over it and he just walks off that's how it ends okay i forgot the other one i really like from jackass one uh, the golf course air horn <laughs> thinking about that now, fucking parker, kills me parker you play guitar right poorly now when you think about guitar you know you can bend a note right and you can like yeah. i'm pretty sure he's bending the notes on the air horn because it's going <laughs> just thinking about the words golf air horn make me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> it's yeah, like, man, we did not know what we had with early 2000s MTV. We, we truly really did. didn't, man. It, I, <laughs> it was like the funniest thing. I don't... I, <laughs> I'm really not sure how to describe it, but uh, I, I love it. The these super expensive 3D cameras just have Jared Allen baptize Johnny Knoxville for no reason. What's your job, Jared? Murder Knoxville's face. Catch the ball. As Stifler just watches in horror. I fucking love Jackass 3. God, if that is ever playing again in a theater in 3D. It won't be. I, yeah. I, I want it so badly. That's the thing. It's like, Someone, I wish please. I had seen Jackass 3D in theaters because you kind of want the, the oh, from the audience, you know? But yeah. you don't really get it at home. You, you just kind of like pull over one of your covers to do, do, do. Stop what you're doing and look at this. I don't care about the email. Come on, look at this. Dude, look at all the midgets. <laughs> hey, bam. <laughs> High five. <laughs> so here's the thing is like, again, it's more for them and less for us, I think. And nowhere is that more clear than the terror taxi because <laughs> there's some stuff that's really funny, but that one just drags out for me. That entire sketch is just making the guy they all hate think he's about to die for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I love that at the end they're like, it's a guy from Super Troopers. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> legitimately thought he was gonna die in that moment <laughs> that's how they ended the movie <laughs> how stupid oh, do you have to be well it's danger Aaron so <laughs> I hate him so much <laughs> love it not as much as we do <laughs> <sighs> I like the last just... the last one of uh, of Jackass 2 is the bear trap Johnny Knoxville puts his hand in a bear trap <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This is the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, because there's some other shit that's like, that's the thing. Is I kind of like the violent stuff, but the gross out stuff is just like, eh, you know? Like, because I saw like the one where they eat horse shit, the one where he falls horse cum, stuff like that. 
I, I don't care. Uh, it's gross. Yeah, sure. Oh, wait. That reminds me of the, the sweatsuit one. I actually think I've seen a, quite a number of the ones from Jackass <laughs> uh, 3 uh, in some form or another. But the sweatsuit one was one of the funniest ones because, you know, the, they got the really big fat guy and he goes on like a Stairmaster or whatever. No, it's a, an elliptical to like sweat and they have to drink his sweat. steve the one who drinks the sweat. And they're all, looking miserable. they're all looking miserable because Steve-O has to drink his sweat. Steve-O's like, oh, God, I can't believe I have to drink this. But no one looks more miserable than the big fat guy because he had to run on the elliptical for two minutes. <laughs> Check out three has that extra great layer of steve-o being sober for the first time in his life and just constantly hating that he's steve-o <laughs> he actually it's said so the line i am steve-o and oh god why do i have to be steve-o <laughs> like knowing he's stone cold sober as he climbs that fence with a tuba and blares it at a ram is so fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> about there's that. something so pure about these movies just ending with rip taylor coming out and throwing confetti that at was him. so funny that, i really like him if you could just like cut out all the bad grandpa and which leads me to a movie I did not watch. I, I don't I don't want to watch uh, Bad Grandpa. I think no. those are the worst. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think probably shouldn't have admitted that in front of your friends. I mean, yeah. yeah. Can, I mean, you can assign it. I don't care. Uh, I'm I, sure it's I think fine. I'm more, no I think we're interested in watching the point five movies, which I haven't got around to. So they're uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch because like, eventually. It's not like the sketch the skets are bad or anything, but like. Those movies do not need to be a minute over 90. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Could you imagine a two-hour Jackass movie? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. It's, at some point, you just get tired. Yeah, we just watched one. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Okay. Uh, I also watched a movie called Primal. It stars Nicolas Cage, and it was oh, okay. Then I moved on. To... That makes two of us, buddy. <laughs> so, Parker, not really episode-worthy, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> but does it have some <laughs> great moments? Sure. <laughs> Great's a word to throw around there. So, Alex, that I think our biggest criticism, and I'm just speaking for the group because we all agree, this movie should have co-starred uh, Nicolas Cage and starred that pair. <laughs> I just want more of the shitty CGI animals. Oh, God. Same. That fucking... With the bad guy doing his Joker impression. <laughs> that... <laughs> that fucking cook getting eviscerated by monkeys because he picks up the baby is like... <laughs> I mean, there's that, but like you told me, it was like, yeah, shitty CGI monkeys have okay, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. But it's the shitty CGI leopard that got me because that looks worse. <laughs> oh than, yeah, that looks worse than the Disney's Tarzan. <laughs> you you see that fucking shitty CGI leopard thirty seconds into the movie, and you go, oh, I guess this is what I'm watching. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> bad news: the CGI is awful. But good news: the CGI is awful. The good news Correct. is Nick Cage features much more prominently than I thought he would. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, is he is talking a lot. Yeah. This is not just a get-the-check-and-go-home movie for him. There's... Like, they're the threatening to, like, throw him in prison for the rest of his life. Like, I'll try to feed my animals! <laughs> <laughs> As a man points an assault rifle in his face. What a good movie. Yeah, good, good man. He's, uh, he's making a point about uh, movies. I love the Chekhov's gun of, like, that leopard hasn't eaten in, like, five days. <laughs> i wonder if that's going to come up okay so I, uh i I, lo I love so much that like they have like the showdown with the bad guy and he's like oh well actually i'm an intelligence asset and these guys are trying to murder me too it's like wait what this movie does not deserve that twist i knew that was coming too <laughs> so obvious it's not hard to figure out but also like the fucking nerve i, I remember looking at the movie's runtime be like don't you dare don't you okay 
<laughs> we're still <laughs> we're still at the third act. <laughs> All right. So uh, next, I watched Happy Gilmore for the very first time ever. Yes. Oh, good. I, That's a big week for you. Turns out, yeah. Turns out, I knew more about this movie than I thought I did. I haven't watched it proper, but I've seen a lot of scenes and heard a lot of scenes uh, before. Uh, so I knew much of it. No, it's not the best Adam Sandler movie, but considering the Adam Incorrect. I mean, you're just wrong. I've seen so many bad... I already told you, it's Hotel Transylvania. I'm sticking with it. It's the right pick. It's it's a movie for babies. You can can call it. We're talking Happy Madison stuff here. Come on. Oh, I mean that's the thing. All it's of like, this I'm garbage. All of it. <laughs> no, I've I mean, never seen. Yeah, you're, you're, you're very wrong. But uh, yeah, because I'm older than twelve. Uh, I don't need that movie. Okay. Must be nice. Yeah. I mean, let me just look at what I watched this week. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So your explanation for watching the Queen's Corgi is, it's good. No, he's dating a minor. Yeah. Polit- it's okay. political commentary. So anyway, Happy Gilmore uh, stars Adam Sandler. This is before his better movies like Pixels and You Can't Mess with the Zohan. Or you don't. Oh, Has anybody been assigned Pixels yeah. yet? I forgot that movie existed. Yeah, you, you assigned said it to Pixels me. out loud, and I swear to God, I just gripped the side of my chair like, yeah. fuck, I don't think anyone's been assigned Pixels. No, I, I was assigned Pixels by one of you. And uh, All right, guess good. What? Just making sure we didn't forget. Guess what? It sucks. So oh, that's President Kevin James, isn't it? Yes. Yep. <sighs> yeah. You love to see it, folks. You do not, actually. Uh, here's the thing. Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore is pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of scenes that I do like. I don't think... No, that's not... Okay, I'm not going to lie. I think it's awful. And it's all because of the final scene where he hits that shot. Uh, he's banking off all the different stuff like Rube Goldberg machine. That's like the worst fucking scene I've ever seen. And Alex, this is entirely your fault because you're the one who introduced me to 3D Ultra Mini Golf. And that's all yeah. I can think about during that Oops. scene. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's... Oops. That's the worst fucking game in history. <laughs> that game has... God, could you imagine nice. Shooter McGavin with power-ups, though? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter McGavin is, like, one of my favorite bad guys I don't, in I don't know. He's so good. such a good character. I, I don't know why the, the phrase power-ups makes me so upset. <laughs> Shooter McGra- McGavin, like... Angrily and aggressively firing figure guns every time he sinks a putt near the end is so good. <laughs> I've never seen someone gloat so angrily. He is the quintessential villain, I'll say that much. Also, Adam Sandler is a very likable character in this, which is very different from all his other movies. Uh, I think my favorite scene of the movie is where he's he hasn't even learned how to golf yet. He's just sort of standing across from the other guy. And uh, at first he, like, tackles his uh, caddy because his caddy's carrying his clothes. He's like, no, 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 I'm so sorry. He's like, oh, okay, just don't let me do anything stupid, you know? And he's just standing off against the other guy. Like, it's going to be a face-off or something. And the guy's like, no, no, you let him just go. He's like, where were you on that one? <laughs> I don't know why. I think that's, like, the best scene of the movie. <laughs> also, the dream sequences with a midget on a unicycle. It's like, boy, those are my dream sequences, too. <laughs> The movie Very definitely plays <laughs> plays better younger because as a kid, that whole Bob Barker scene was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, absolutely. When I was like <laughs> a kid, I had seen that scene. I was like, oh, that's that's really funny. Now you've had enough, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that blew my mind. So Alex, uh, I do listen to what you tell me to do. I finally watched Wolfen. Um, okay. I. It's all right. There are, there are some things I do like. I, I kind of like the tone and the pace, which is really slow, which you kind of don't really get with a lot of werewolf movies. It's kind of more of a police procedural and everything. Um, I don't know that I'd call it overtly political because no one gets a milkshake thrown at them 
So that's a good kinda, point. I didn't think about kinda, that. Kind of tough to tell whose side I'm on. He, he goes to the werewolf bar called the Wigwam, and they're just all on Twitter. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> the Wigwam. Uh, yeah. uh, that when that dude was running around on the beach just hanging dong. Oh man, man, that that, that scene goes on for so long. Yeah. Too. <laughs> that 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 movie is a lot longer than I was anticipating, but uh, it's a pretty good movie. It didn't really knock my socks off or anything. But I've seen so many bad werewolf movies that it's nice to watch one that it has a point to it. Um, the bar is incredibly low. Yes, so very low. very true. Uh, I did like how it, the movie was released in 1981, but the main character is clearly from 1941. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, talk like this, see? <laughs> Fucking Edward G. Robinson, full gram. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, I didn't necessarily love it, but again, I don't want to retrace our steps too much here. Uh, yeah, that's basically how I feel. But I think it's an interesting movie, yeah. and being interesting is more than most movies can say. That's a good point. Uh, next up, I watched one of my favorite movies I think I've ever seen. Uh, Scream 2. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see, in theaters, Galaxy Quest. Uh, oh, God, yes. That movie fucking kicks ass. I I don't have a criticism of it. That movie's basically perfect. I... I laughed the entire way through. Sigourney Weaver repeating the computer the whole way cracks me up. Alan Rickman's face at the beginning <laughs> cracks me up. <laughs> I have never seen, like, one sentence delivered with such a thirst to die on the spot. I was in King Lear. <laughs> there were 13 curtain calls. <laughs> By Grab Thar's hammer. What a savings. <laughs> The man wants to die so badly. Tony Shalhoub is clearly baked out of his mind. It's so good. <laughs> it's a good thing Sam I didn't Rockwell see this when I was nine years so old. So powerful. If I had seen this when I was nine years old, I would have been imitating their voices the entire rest of my life. I guess. Alex, I, I did, and I did. <laughs> Alex, have you ever seen Galaxy <laughs> Quest? I have, but it's been a long time. That might be worth a rewatch. Uh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I I really really like. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. I I just think it works perfectly. Uh, Sam Rockwell's little wink at the end cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good in that role. <laughs> How come it has better CGI than than uh, than Primal? <laughs> well, now here's the other thing, he, Parker. They, they, Tim Allen. They, they're calling this a, a cult classic. Did this make any money at the box office? I and if no, I don't remember. And if no, why not? This is so good. This is like I, this is better than I any think Star I Trek. Reading movie. like really recently, they're like, we're gonna get everyone back together. Like everyone was signed on, and then Alan Rickman died, and they're like, well, uh, not doing that. Anymore. Yeah, then you can't make this movie without Alan Rickman. Because my God. You know, that's so the good. thing is they were almost going to uh, to ruin this movie. Instead of Tim Allen, they originally wanted, uh, who's the guy I hate? Steve. Well, no, Steve. Steve something. McQueen. No, Glad hey, he's dead. hey, he's black. No. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> you remember director Steve McQueen? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I always forget the uh, show. Oh, we hear. I'm like, wait, the same guy? Hold we on. here apologize for our insensitive face. nature. uh Speaking of insensitive jokes, the joke that I always make uh, is bad news, guys. Steve Martin is still alive. So, yeah. I, You're not wrong. Yeah, I fucking hate that guy. So, anyway, yeah, Steve Martin was originally going to be the lead role. Can you imagine Steve Martin in that fucking movie? Would have ruined it. So, instead, Tim Allen, who is, uh, he's good. He's uh, he's pretty good in that role. Sigourney Weaver kills it. They have Justin Long. They have the Mac guy in there. He's, like, maybe by one quibble because he's a little too good-looking for that role. But he just sells the, the shut-in nerd so well. <laughs> he's got his Funko Pops and everything. Anyway, 
Uh, Wait a second. I actually really like the line as well. At least he's outside. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that movie. I need to watch it again. And then uh, another long movie. Uh, The last one I watched before Scream 2. Uh, Parker, I guess we can double team Scream 2. Um, Absolutely. I watched Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yes. Which. uh, Nice. Let's talk about that accent. Pretty damn good. Please don't make fun of me. So that's the thing is like I, I read the book and I actually really like the book and I was like okay I'd like to see a movie that adapts it a little bit more closely and you get the opening scene I'm like oh this is interesting I like Gary Oldman this should be fun and then Jonathan Harker speaks Keanu <laughs> is doing something in this movie uh, I love casting he <laughs> that's the thing is like if you think about a, a great director, Francis Ford Coppola is typically somewhere on the list. It took him a while to make a good movie, and which was, uh, you know, Dracula. But, uh, you know, you'd think that he'd be able to tell his actors to... Hey, man, I guess go easy better. on the guy. He didn't have comic book movies to fall back on like all these other directors. Yeah, good point. Uh, he, you'd think he'd be able to tell Keanu, no, no, no. Do it like you're a real person. <laughs> not like you're just reading the lines. He, there's no like consistency. It's not just the accent that Keanu chooses to do. Uh, but it's also like his intensity is different in scenes depending on where it ought to be. Like everyone else in the scene is like down here and he is up here. And you're like, okay, let's calm down. We're going to figure out the vampire thing. You know? uh, I I like Mina Harker. I, I thought she did a great job in this one. Uh I, I think uh, Oldman's killing it. But it's also like the techniques and stuff. I think one of the best parts of this whole movie is if you're going to make a horror movie, you have to have at least one scary scene, unless your cherry falls. And the scary scene here is when Dracula's attacking them and he retreats into darkness is, and all you can see is his red eyes. But that's not enough. They turn on the lights or they light the torches or whatever and his body is just composed of rats. They all fall apart. And I'm like, wow, that is really cool. It's creative. It's Very original. Yeah, I knew you were going to do it. I'm going to cut that. It's original. <laughs> it's creative. It's unique. I, I like it. Uh, here's the thing about Anthony Hopkins, who I typically like. He is going a little too hard in some of these scenes to the extent that he ends up kind of sounding like he does in Transformers 5. Uh, <laughs> the bitch of a devil. I'm like, are you he, he only watched the tape of Keanu Reeves before he agreed. I, I, think, that's, I think that must be it, yeah. Because at some point... The total lack of consistency with everyone's performance. Yeah, seriously. Because he, he's telling, yeah, she's a bitch of a devil. Then he turns to Mark Wahlberg and says, are you a righteous dude? <laughs> Fuck, man. I <laughs> didn't remember that line, and now you've said it. You just shook that loose, much like the Beanie Wells memory. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember the love scene on the submarine? Yeah, man. I remember when you said Robot Butler, and I instantly recalled said Butler's name, and I dropped my phone at work. I just felt a jolt go through my body. Like, I was talking to Dracula. We're, we're going to be dead soon. I, was, I told him like the most cursed image would be a steampunk butler in this Dracula movie. <laughs> But, like, how out of place would it really be, though? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I, I like the movie, actually. I think it's really good because it kind of feels like I'm sort of attacking it for, like, Keanu's performances and Tony Hopkins' performances and Gary Oldman's hair. But it works. Uh, it captures the sexuality of the novel, which is uh, kind of tough to do. I, I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's uh, well-written. I think it's fun to watch. I didn't want to turn it off. Uh, it's it's a movie that has a lot of problems, but it's so pretty to look at that you really don't care. Yeah, I, you can you can tell that Francis Ford Coppola put a lot of effort into it, and I I like it. 
is one of the most gorgeous shot movies. Yeah, I've ever seen. and he like that movie is. And there's a lot of really tricky shots in there too because he didn't want to use CGI because it was way too expensive. And everyone in his crew kept telling him, "Yeah, just do it with CGI; it'd be easier." So he fired them and just did it on his own. And it looks like it. It looks good. So I like it. Uh, Parker, do you want to do Scream Two now or after you're done? Right before Scream Three. Uh, we could knock it out now. Okay. Just... You can tell that movie was written in less than a year. Yeah, so Scream 2. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. I almost screamed, hey. pun intended, when I put on Scream 2 with Saul two hours. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck are we doing? The, uh, the unmitigated audacity to make Scream 2 two hours long. That, that's just disrespectful. I, yeah. I I cannot believe they did Mike Tomlin like that. Oh yeah, I, I made the same joke. Made the same joke. Uh, I have to. Admit. I mean, who amongst us can watch the opening scene without thinking of scary movie <laughs> and that giant penis going through? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's the thing. Is like uh, that scene really solidified for me that scary movie kind of feels like it was more of a parody of Scream Two than it was of Scream One, and. Uh, I don't think it makes a scary movie any worse. It's just like, oh, I guess now I have additional context. I don't know if I would have okay. liked it more or anything, but uh, I guess now I know. I like learning things, guys. So, uh, Parker, why does Deputy Doofy show up again? Yeah, you were asking that question uh, later on tonight. Yeah, and I also, have you ever watched Scream 4? Because spoilers. No, that's, you're making stuff Next up. week's episode. <laughs> I will be busy next week. Yeah, uh... Scream 2 takes fucking forever, and I gotta admit, uh, I know Scream was a pretty big hit, but I don't know that I cared enough about the original story to see it continued. (laughs) When we just skip ahead, and it's just Jamie Kennedy looking 11 years older in a class with Timothy Oliphant, and they're just talking about sequels, I'm like, yeah, maybe I was good with one of these. They didn't even mention it, it. too. But whatever. Here's here's the thing. Uh... Oh, wait, I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. Um, no, I was, was going to mention Alex about something. Oh, yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, I'll cut all that. Uh, here's a reason why Scream 2 shouldn't have existed. Why would you make this movie and not have Matthew Lillard in it? Correct. Why would you make a movie and not have Matthew Lillard in it? Also correct. Yeah. It's true of a lot of movies. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Timothy Oliphant, whose character is just movie autist. Yeah. <laughs> like that scene in the lunchroom where he starts singing the song from Top Gun, and Timothy Oliphant just points at him and yells, Top Cruise, Top Gun, 1986. <laughs> Correct? Wait, isn't that one? That's, that's one of the... <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines in The Ringer, actually. <laughs> Yo, uh, I'm not going to do the voice, but like, name any movie. Okay, are. Name any movie. And I'll, you know, do the thing. It's like, okay, Joss, that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, you should watch The Ringer. <laughs> I probably will. Yeah. Like, this movie has some good things going for it because I love the entire idea of Stab and also Luke Wilson as Skeetor. is <laughs> yeah. incredibly good casting. <laughs> Luke Wilson with that hair just like gelled down, getting very sentimental about his relationship and classes. It's good stuff. It's so important that we have Jerry O'Connell. I I mean, I'm not trying to step on anything later, but yeah, this is two hours, and Scream 3 is two hours, and I kind of don't mind it. Like, I'm fine. Oh, if you're fine with it, fine. I kind of... Oh, I mean, look, Scream 2 is bad, but it is. uh, Scream 3 dragged a little bit more than Scream 2 did, but I have to admit, I I like Scream 3 a little bit more than this, and Scream 2 just 
almost feels vestigial. It's definitely yeah, the weakest of the three. Yeah. But I, I, Don't I'll get me wrong. This. Here's the biggest praise I'm ever going to give it. Uh, it's one of the best immediate sequels to a horror movie that I've ever seen. Uh, to a slasher movie that I've ever seen. Because if you consider Psycho 2, Halloween 2, Friday the 13th Part 2, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Scream 2 is head and shoulders above those movies, guys. Call it for what like, it Scream is. Scream 2 and 3 are probably bad, but... Uh, I can I watch even, them any day of the week. They are cozy blankets for me. I don't even know that they're really necessarily bad. I'd say they're not good, but I don't know. I could watch Scream 2 again right now. Like, yeah, you could just it's put fine. it on. It's, again, it's going to be better than all the movies that I just named. I don't even think it'll be close, really. Scream 2 is still better than like almost every other maybe, 90s horror movie. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 was a little bit more interesting just for the direction <laughs> they chose to go, but... Is it a better made movie than Scream 2? I don't think I would say that. Uh, no, I, I don't think I would. So Scream 2 has a a weird feeling, which is watching a two hour long horror movie, and then the credits roll, and then less than Jake starts playing, <laughs> which is something <laughs> I hadn't experienced before in my life. All right. Oh, sorry that went so long, guys. Alex, go ahead. It's it's fine because mine is going to be pretty short. I've only got a couple things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um. And the first one is something that you guys have already discussed in depth, so I don't feel the need to go into it Jackass. much. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, sometimes the boys get together and say, like, yeah, we need to watch a movie. What do you got for us? Just throw something at us that we haven't seen before that's real good. So uh, I watched a little movie called Dreamcatcher again. <laughs> <laughs> Which you guys did an episode on this. Yeah, forever, we did. So like, I, I, I'm not going to go into how ridiculously powerful this movie is. <laughs> but I, I will say... It was an incredible feeling to have, like, eight people, like, you know, in, in like, a channel watching this. And uh, the first time there's a placard that says Dairy Main, two people immediately leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's, fuck, you tricked me. That's <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> My friends asked me if I wanted to see Doctor Sleep. I have been burned by Stephen King once enough this year. <laughs> Man, that... I forgot that they just show the alien, like, 35 minutes in. Like there's there's no disguises. It's like oh no, we're, we're dealing call with them by alien. their names. That is the shit weasels. <laughs> I forgot that there's just a scene with Morgan Freeman in a chopper. Like all right, let's just fucking nuke this cabin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, what's what's funnier? Morgan Freeman doing war crimes on aliens is a <laughs> scene that that movie good, did not need. But <laughs> I was there for it. I, there are so many farts. So so what's the fun, so what's the funnier uh, scene here? Is it the memory warehouse scene? Because that's pretty funny. Or is it which one? There's seven. The first time they say it, we just like yeah, I'll put that in my memory warehouse. A couple guys are chuckling, <laughs> and everyone in the audience is stone silent. And the guys go, "Memory warehouse? What's that? Oh, it's this. Uh, basically, it's this idea. That's where I keep all my memories. And they actually show him like filing stuff in there, and everyone in the audience is just. I gasping. always think of the SpongeBob thing where he's just in his brain <laughs> dumping files. <laughs> <laughs> how to do my tax uh, <laughs> or is it when the guy goes Jonesy <laughs> I don't understand why the alien is British he just couldn't funny. keep the accent anymore <laughs> I just like, like I just imagine it's like okay so the audience is stupid and therefore needs to tell good Damien Lewis and bad Damien Lewis apart so why don't we make one of them well British? actually it's breaking the fourth wall much like Hideo Kojima see the alien knows his true self is British what if it was a real alien <laughs> what if it was a real British person <laughs> uh, Damien Lewis is so good in Band of Brothers 
Sorry. Like, and um, also Dreamcatcher. <laughs> Dreamcatcher is a movie that is very good and very bad. I think it might be the worst of the Stephen King movies. It's tough. Uh, That's the thing. Like, that movie ends after, like, two hours and 20 minutes or something ungodly. That... And you're sitting there and you're going, that fucking sucked. But... <laughs> I was entertained the entire time. Yeah, that's the thing is, I think it might be the worst. I think Stephen King argues that Maximum Overdrive is worse, but Maximum Overdrive is both shorter and more entertaining. I don't know. We had a lot to talk about with Dreamcatcher. I don't know. Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> we were not lot. wanting for things to discuss. Dreamcatcher does not drag for a single second because there is way too that's, much. That's going very on. true. Because uh, you're like, oh, what are we doing in this cabin? And the guy just shits himself to death. You're like, all right, I guess I'm in now. Yeah. I guess I guess yeah. how this plays out. Like, I like aliens in my movies. Cherry Falls, Dreamcatcher, stuff like that. <laughs> Sir Mobulax enters the asshole, <laughs> ejaculates, and dies. Movie over. That's our spec script. That's our 35 minutes. Like, Sir Mobulax dies in that that's, asshole. That's our elevator. <laughs> that's our elevator pitch. <laughs> also featuring Bigfoot. <laughs> How did he survive in space for seven, seven years? Years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I watched I watched one other thing that I am extremely excited to talk about. Oh boy, have you guys ever heard of a movie called Hardware? Oh, buddy, oh, I have not. What is buddy? This? <laughs> have I ever? So you've seen this, Parker? I sure have. All right, so I would just like to state for the record that this is the fastest I have ever been in on a movie based on a one-line IMDb summary. Chris, <laughs> I will read said summary right Thank now. Thank you. The head of a cyborg reactivates, rebuilds itself, and goes on a violent rampage in a space marine's girlfriend's apartment. Okay, so is it two words or just one? It's one word. Go. It's so good. <laughs> it is the grimiest, dingiest movie. I like so movies we, like that. We stumbled, we stumbled upon this movie by Googling movies like The Wraith. Yes. So, Man, that is, you're already setting up for you're success. Already, like, we, we start off. We're in this extremely red post-apocalyptic wasteland. We've got scavengers, you know, digging up robots. We've got, uh, like, mutant midgets. We've got Iggy Pop doing a radio show. We've got fucking Lemmy from Motorhead driving a sewer taxi while uh, the Ace of Spades plays. Yes. Like, oh, my God. I need this. This movie, this movie has a Guar video playing in it. Yes. It's so good. And, like... It's just all practical effects. They're all incredible. Like, fucking... I haven't even mentioned Dylan McDermott, who is doing something. Like It is one of the most lived-in-looking movies I've ever seen. I fucking love this movie more than I love most things that I've seen for any reason. Like, this is so, 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 so good. Like, if you are... If you've watched, like, the dumbass 80 movie, 80s movies that I've talked about before, this is, like, one of the best of them. Yes, I'm aware it came out in 1990. Don't well actually me. It's to say it counts. But I know. This movie is so fucking good. To the point that I was like, I want to see what else this director did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> this is a good one. Because I'm not sure how much of this you know about. So, he does this. He does a movie called Dust Devil. He gets fired after two days on the set of The Island of Dr. Moreau and mm. doesn't work for 23 years. And then, has a, <laughs> and then has a movie coming out early next year 
based on a Lovecraft story starring Nicolas Cage <gasps> that has an 85 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, well, trust me, well, well. your boy's been following that movie, waiting quite patiently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this, uh, this brings me to my jerks of the week, Uh-oh. who are, of course, America. Because I dug through this guy's IMDb trivia, and I found a couple nuggets. First of all, turn down both Judge Dredd and Spice World. I want to die. <laughs> you you figure out either of those movies after you've seen this. With this guy and this, like, extremely well-crafted world and just robot violence and fucking drug trips. And, I, God, this movie's so good. There's so much. Ro- I might watch that again. Then I read this. Wrote a script called Nemesis, inspired by the H.P. Lovecraft poem with the same title, about a group of robbers who break into the vault of a very old Dutch bank to get some diamonds, but end up trapped inside the building fighting a demon who possessed one of them. Now, who was attached to this movie that never happened? Oh, fuck. Oh, Starring play. Jean-Claude Van Damme with Sam, Jamie, Sam Raimi tapped to direct. Oh, so fuck, that's a, I want to die. So that's coming out, right? And we didn't what? get it. We no, didn't get it. No, that universe. No, no, I, no. Take no. me to this multiverse. I don't want to live on this planet. <laughs> I hate you, America. America bad. America bad. Maybe the Queen's core he was right. Yeah. Call favor. I th- this movie like <laughs> like you? I know I know there's a lot of hyperbole on this podcast and us insisting that you guys should watch bad movies, but like trust me on this one, this movie is fucking incredible. This movie sounds like it's Holy in my future. Holy shit. Like, you would love this. This movie is John Carpenter on acid. I'm actually... Like, it is... Uh, so, sorry, Alex, not to interrupt you, but I do have good news for you. I'm getting to the point where I'm sort of running low on movies. and uh, Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. And uh, Parker knows from experience that often I get hammered, and I text him, give me a movie to watch while, while drinking. And he usually gives me... Uh, I think you've always given me good ones. Uh, and, uh, Alex, you might be getting the same treatment, so have your phone on standby. <laughs> God bless, dude. Har- you cannot go I, I trust It's like, it's like 92 <laughs> minutes, so, like, you're, you're not gonna regret yeah. that one. Parker, you go ahead. Okay, so we'll get the Mandalorian out of the way, because no one wants to listen to me talk about Star Wars. I will not mention Baby Yoda. We all know what Baby Yoda is. Yeah. But I will say, <laughs> I don't think either of you will watch it. But if he did, I think he'd be into it. Just I... because cause of, I remember what your reaction was after watching Solo, and I feel like this would be very up your alley. So I, like, when it initially dropped and everybody was really excited about it, I was like, I'll probably watch this, but I'm going to give it a couple episodes first because I don't really want to watch a Star Wars show week by week because I'll just forget. And, like, it seems like already the internet is turned on. It's like, it's just a boring Western, but with Star Wars. Whoa. And that's not encouraging. Whoa, I, I did not hear that. I actually, uh... Chris just perked up, like, Western? No, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I've heard. I, I've heard. I've heard the main character has no personality whatsoever. Just oh. like every fucking Clint Eastwood. Uh, how many? So. How many episodes do they have? So, There's only, only two, two so, so far. far. The third one maybe. is this week. Okay, maybe. Like, will... Maybe they're going to give him personality <laughs> as the episodes go on. I'd say give it a little bit more time. Yeah, that, that's. I'm going to yeah. give it time. But like, like I, I actually, I've actually heard really good things about it. I heard everyone's really excited about it. It's not just Baby Yoda, but uh, which I'm, I think that's. I think that's more of a meme than anything else. I think it's a lot of people who haven't even watched this show, but they're like, oh, so I can hook on that. I can get likes and retweets with that. You know, they don't actually do that. Uh, Parker, you're correct. I will not be watching what? this. That's fine. Like I will always be a sucker for someone wearing a cool helmet, walking into a space bar, and a bunch of monsters looking at him and starting a fight. Werewolf. That will always work on me. I mean, close. <laughs> I wish. 
Like, there's something about watching a space bounty hunter, like, get led to this, like, dark alley through all these shady spots and opening a door and there's just Werner Herzog sitting at a table. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. And also there's a scene where he just talks to Carl Weathers. I'm like, you know, this is pretty good, actually. So yeah, it's pretty solid. If you watch it, I think you'll enjoy it, but I, it's it's Star Wars. I understand the hesitation. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to wait for the whole thing. Yeah. It's not even, like, anti-Star Wars bias there. It's just like, you know how many shows I actually follow week to week? Let me say that. It's not many. (laughs) Like, the pilot, 45 minutes. Second episode, 30 minutes. Thank you. I was so scared they were all going to be an hour, and I was already tired. So, you know. Silver linings. Playbook. Thank you. Now, I'm assuming both of you enjoyed Ed Wood a lot, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. And Chris, you and I... We were positive on The Disaster Artist, but didn't love it. Yeah, I I think my, my take is that the book is a lot better. I think you will both really like Dolomite is my name. Like, a lot. Yeah, I, I've yeah. heard I, really I've heard good that. things. You should both make time for I, it, like, immediately. I'll be watching it scratches it. that Edward itch so good. Which is... Eddie Murphy, like, I've spent all the build-up going, like, okay, fuck you. Oh, it's he's serious again. Like, he does this every five years and just goes back to dog shit. But he's so good. <laughs> well, I think he's actually a pretty good actor, too. You know, I, he's like he's a really, really good. Yeah, actor. like what? Like, I don't know so what the fucking, fucking deal good. is. He did, I mean, I know that a lot of his dramatic performances have not always gone over, but he's a good actor. He's and that's why he's a good comedian. <clears throat> like it, they kind of go hand in hand for him. Uh, I, I all I want to say is I, I heard the one line from Dolomite that had me hooked, which is like, oh look at this movie. It's played in every theater in America. No titties, no kung fu, nothing. <laughs> 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 like just watching them brainstorm about like all right we should like the exorcist is usual i have like vomiting everywhere They're like uh this is a real crowded movie from the streets all right yeah fuck that. i don't want to clean up all that green vomit anyways and put it in the next one <laughs> like eddie murphy is great but wesley snipes though oh, I'm... wesley <laughs> yeah. snipes is so fucking good you have not seen it a is... lot of uh black exploitation <clears throat> movies right i think it's just uh black dynamite no. Which I also which watched, is really which all is you also need. still perfect. It's, you it's so fucking good. <laughs> but Black Dynamite. Like, as soon as it ended, I was like, man, I should watch like some of these Dolomite. And I just watched Black Dynamite because it was already on my desktop. Right, better. I, like, well, I don't have to do anything. There you that go. movie it's... is so good. I don't remember which one of you assigned <laughs> that to me, but thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Black Dynamite. I sell drugs in the community. <laughs> Your kung fu treachery. <laughs> <laughs> Your zest for kung fu treachery is one of the funniest sentences I've ever heard. No, but yeah, you will both love Dolomite as my name. I will get to it, I oh, promise. I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. That will when I have more when I have time to watch more than two movies in a week, yeah. you know. <laughs> Another movie that Alex you correctly predicted I would love. Good boys is so good, y'all. It's so fucking good. It's, like it is literally just super bad, but they're kids. But also, if you like Superbad, you'll, you'll like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it delivers on exactly what you think it is. But it's successful at it, so who cares? Like, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I was very pleasantly surprised. I, it might not be for me, then, because I was like one of the ones who didn't enjoy Superbad that much. I might, yeah, I might, you'll I probably might hate it. Shot, I don't know. Yeah, if you don't yeah. like Super... I'm not going to yeah. say, well, if you don't like that, you won't like this, but... More likely than not. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a fair it conclusion might, to draw. That might not be up your alley, but that's fine. Yeah. I had a wonderful time that's with it. Good. 
but after that, I watched 47 meters down, colon, uncaged. Yes. The <laughs> conceit of this movie. Parker, is Parker, if you watch the first 46, then you can watch the documentary afterwards. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Ten hours of these stupid-ass teenagers going scuba diving, finding a lost underground civilization... And then getting trapped with sharks is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. It's so good. I don't know how it look, took us this long to get the descent, but with sharks. But here like, we are. The conceit of there's this underground civilization. Also, the sharks are blind. It's, it's not bad. <laughs> I'll be honest. ass looking shark. It's, 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 <laughs> it took me like 45 minutes to realize that the dad, the only character that wasn't a teenager, is the guy from my big fat Greek wedding, which really... Really intensified my enjoyment. Next week's episode. <laughs> I am busy for a month. Yeah. Oh man, Black Friday's coming up. Can't make it. The CGI is questionable. We'll see. But like, obviously, they don't spend the whole movie in there. They eventually get out, and when they get out, like, the art and cinematography is way better than it has any right to be. Like, there are some gorgeous, vibrant colors. And then hilarious surprise shark attacks. That like multiple notes that, that fucking just ending say, with ha, the ha 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 in all caps. <laughs> it, like, Damaged. It's like I told you when I saw this. Like the ending of the first movie is incredible. The ending of this might be better. It's, it's she gets fucking yeeted so close to the end. <laughs> it happens like four times, <laughs> and you know it's gonna keep happening because they're playing to the cheap seats, and you just don't care. Oh, yeah. She just keeps getting yanked by the shark as people on this boat just watch and stare at her. <laughs> it just keeps happening over and over. Like one of them goes in to save the other one. They get the other person out, but then they get grabbed by the shark. Repeat <laughs> ad infinitum. <laughs> it's, it sucks so bad, but it's so good. This is not like hardware where you actually need to watch it. But like, you out there listening, you know yourself. You know if you're the person who wants to see a sequel to 47 Meters Down, let's be honest. Correct. You either knew it was going to happen or you will forget this movie exists and never ever know about it. And that's the, fine. Yeah. This, uh, this movie knows exactly who its audience is. Us. And that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you and me and 14 other people. It's a big week for animals. It is. Because the last <laughs> film I watched is a film you assigned to me called Burning Bright. Oh, yes. I forgot I did this. A movie that opens with Meatloaf selling a man a live tiger. <laughs> and a woman and her autistic little brother boarding up the house for a hurricane and being locked in said house with said real-life tiger. Primal is filmed by cowards. This is a Correct. real tiger in this house with these children for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie... Okay, no one on the earth is going to watch this, so Alex, I want to talk to you about the ending. Yes. <laughs> Where we find Please. out that the dad... <laughs> the dad had killed the mom because she was going to leave him. And then barricaded them inside and let the tiger loose so the tiger would kill them. <laughs> and as he delivers his evil plan speech, the fucking tiger just comes off screen like deep blue sea. Just... <laughs> it's... it's not a good movie, but man, it was worth it because the last five minutes fucking killed me. 
It is 85 minutes of like this teenage girl trying to carefully crawl through her house and avoid a tiger while her autistic brother screams, Breakfast! Breakfast! at the dinner table. Which is... Yeah. Really, speaking of playing to the cheat seats, this is what autism is, right? Yeah, yeah. sure, don't worry about it. And then the dad just be like, Well, she was going to leave, I had to. I'm just getting eaten. <laughs> Strong week all around. Five stars across the board. Alright, let's talk about all four hours of Scream 3. Oh, good God. Okay. <laughs> so, I actually, I, I took notes on this, thank God, because otherwise this would have ended up like another Miami Vice uh, episode, which actually went pretty well, um, even though we took very <laughs> few notes on that. I, I know which movie I'd watch again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Okay, so uh, first of all, Scream 3, boom, 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 boom. Uh, <laughs> imagine for a second, if you will, a talk show hosted by Cotton Hill. <laughs> it's called 100%, 100% Cotton is a great talk show. Not only is it a great talk so show good. name, but also imagine Cotton Hill talking about <laughs> fucking like uh, rage, rage, road rage or whatever and angry drivers. Now we're going to have them confront their victims. <laughs> <laughs> was I talking to you about that? No, that was me. Because I feel like I had this conversation with three people. <laughs> About Cotton Hill hosting 100% Cotton. <laughs> That's the spinoff that we should have got. <laughs> Instead, they killed them off like cowards. Absolute cowards. <laughs> Just watching him hobble up on that stage without shit. That, that, way, that way he could have paid for his VA home. NGH. <laughs> and a new set of cans for her. <laughs> Billy Loomis killed 50 kids. Like, all right, sick. <laughs> I was there. Would have stopped him, but I liked it. <laughs> that, I was not expecting to do that good of an impression. What the hell? <laughs> I don't, I'm proud of you. Holy shit. Okay, so uh, who is playing uh, Cotton in this movie? It feels like that's like a big name, and I don't recognize the face or the voice. God, how do you pronounce his name? Leave Schreiber? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's... I, this whole time I thought Liv Schreiber was a woman. That's <laughs> no, Liv Tyler. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, close yeah. enough. Well, all right. Liv Schreiber. Uh, he gets gutted in this. And it's really confusing because he thinks it was his girlfriend or his girlfriend thinks it's... Uh, who gives a shit? So, uh, and there's just a magic voice box in this movie yeah, that can just duplicate is, everyone's which, voice. Even Harry Potter can't sure. do that. Yeah, fucking whatever, yeah. man. Yeah, well, actually, Harry Potter only can't do it because that rule is, uh, that's a rule at Hogwarts, it's banned, you can't do that. Like, how how <laughs> would you know that? Did you go overseas to watch know. the Time Turner episode? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why is that gonna stick with us? How can we all just have these deep, shameful things that are just stuck in our brains that we can't shake yeah. out? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Deputy Doofy returns, and he keeps the goddamn mustache. Parker, <laughs> imagine <laughs> you're like, well, hmm, let's see. I could be in a third screen movie, probably make a decent amount of money, or I could look presentable to the opposite sex. <laughs> screen bucks it is. <laughs> there are a lot of questionable decisions, such as... Courtney Cox's hair and everything. I need to talk. I <laughs> yeah. need to talk about this character. This fucking another uh, Harry Potter reference for you guys. This Rita Skeeter sort of character, like the most detestable <laughs> fucking character in 
almost any movie I've ever seen. And Deputy She's Doofy, yeah, and Deputy Doofy <laughs> keeps coming back. What? First of all, what in the world does she see in him? Because he's really stupid and he has that awful mustache. What does he see in her? She's clearly using him. She's clearly just awful. She deserves to get popped in the face like she does in the second movie. I cannot stand her. I really. She grinds my gears. Aren't you happy they find happiness together at the end? That's that's the ending we all wanted. That's. I was I was real I was worried that, that uh, you know they wouldn't end up. Together. Yeah, I was, I was hoping. Man, don't forget about them. I want to see their wedding. <laughs> Will they? Won't they? Yeah. Might as well be Mamma Mia. Uh, so basically, the idea here, uh, we might as well talk about the plot, uh, is that they're making Stab Three, which is like this scream within a scream sort of thing, and they're killing off people in the movie. And also Nev Campbell. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about that's it. That's the conceit. Uh, that's what they're trying to do with this movie. Uh, so we just have to kind of go with it. <clears throat> uh, Cotton, the disjock, not the disjock, I guess the talk show host, was going to be there in a bit part. And then he gets killed off. It's meta. They're breaking the fourth wall. Uh, Lolly Lou Lay Low. So this <laughs> Then, uh, I, I don't know, all I can feel is like they walk into a, a studio, right? Some woman walks into a studio, no one's around there. There's this big green scream mask. Parker, you and I both thought of it. All I can think about is the green goblin truck from Maximum Overdrive. Of course. <laughs> what else would my friend <laughs> You are going to buy that truck somehow. We're going to the terrible mobile, have a talking dog, solve <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> I will not be participating until I own my Hulk car. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo Drift music as the Green Goblin car explodes. It's like a. It's hey man, what's DK stand it's for? A, it's a fucking sidecar like Batman and Robin. <laughs> okay, I cut all yeah. that. We going to it. <laughs> They're just gonna drive up the price and they hear this. Oh, was good. <laughs> good point. Oh man. So uh, Deputy Doofy and Courtney Cox are fighting again. Parker, you're right. You know, I, I shouldn't skip over it. The wig decision. Who <laughs> it's, made this decision? It's difficult to look at. I don't notice women's hair because women disgust me. But, like, that's never a thing I've I've noticed in movies. But I cannot look away like it, from it has to be, anything happening on her. We're guys, we're, we're stupid. When you get a haircut, you're like, oh, don't you notice I had, like, three inches removed? I'm like, no. Like, we, we don't notice that stuff. A difference of three inches, it's, it's big to us. But it's probably not Am as big I right, to Phyllis? Us, you know. But, like, come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> must be nice. But, like, come on. We, we don't notice, like, three inches of hair. We don't notice a lot of haircuts. It has to be really, really bad for us to notice. Like in this movie. Like her hair in, uh, in Cherry Falls. Or uh, like the hair in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Which well. is, like... That's a different That's story. a very, very funny wig that she's wearing. Like, clearly, someone on set <laughs> fucking hated Courtney Cox. <laughs> yeah, because how could you let her go in front sense. of camera like that? It's, no, it's, it's not like her Gale character's was... supposed to be aged up, and yet she looks like she's, like, 50. Like She looks like she's eaten coleslaw. Who fucking dresses like that? <laughs> the meanest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> it's so... Perfect. <laughs> okay, so uh, people might ask, why is this movie two hours long? Let me explain. The second victim, they show the one who walks into the studio, 
they show her she goes up to the desk she knocks over that stupid statue which decapitates the statue she picks up the statue she looks at the statue she tries to tape the statue together all while having a phone conversation none of this matters it's just in the movie I don't know if it was supposed to be a joke. I don't know if this was like a cut scene that they put back in there being like, no, nah, no, nah, the kids, they love long movies, eh? Or what? But that's the reason that this movie is two hours long. This movie was desperately in need of a competent editor, and they didn't have him. Instead, they had Wes Craven. Correct. Yeah. Look, <laughs> let's just talk about it, because I have spent all week just imagining what 60 something year old Wes Craven sitting in the little director's chair and giving direction to Jane Silent Bob and uh, it has not yeah. left my mind's so palace let's, be, <laughs> let's let's mention the fact that this movie is in the viewisk universe so, which is a dire concept for this show that has opened the floodgates and disastrous results just one of the most unpleasant words I've ever spoken <laughs> you know it's the first real cinematic universe if you think about it I mean Think it, think about it, and see how it feels. Now, Parker, if you, you think, if you think about it, let's be real here. Uh, all the previous screen movies have had uh, two killers, or one working in tandem with the other. What if Jay and Silent Bob were the killers? Huh? It's our new, it's our new Bigfoot thing. <laughs> I do not want that to be our new Bigfoot. <laughs> it's Kevin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that being the new. It's Bigfoot Kevin thing. Smith's new Bigfoot thing. <laughs> Every single movie of his is going to. End. How did Bigfoot? Pwn Tate Brown area for ten years That's, on that spaceship. That, every single Kevin Smith movie, because he, he's only going to make three more before he dies, right? Uh, he, they're gonna, all going to. said that fucking eight years ago, and here we are. All gonna, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Check it out. I dare you. They're all going to end with the main characters looking at the screen like, huh? And then Jay and Silent Bob come out, and they all have a dance party like it's a fucking Madagascar movie. <laughs> the meanest way to describe those movies but also yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright so do you guys remember Purple Rain? No I'm a 14 year old stoner well here's an entire song for dun, dun. oh thanks Kevin okay so we need cool. to talk about one of the funnier lines in here because Scream 3 does have some things going for it alright I I, sure I don't does. I don't want to like lie and just like say oh it's it's bad it has all these awful things happening if something good happens I'm going to write it down. And one of the best lines is when she's repairing that statue, talking on the phone, she's like, oh, come on. Why do I have to be naked in this movie? Like, shower scenes have been done. Vertigo. Hello. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a really, really good one. Thank you so much, even though we all know it was the birds. <laughs> it's hard to watch any movie with Jenny McCarthy in it and just not think about her children dying at the age of four. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Just imagining that's the next Woodsboro killer. Smallpox. <laughs> or measles. <laughs> Just eating this whole fucking high school. Oh man, better movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's Cherry Falls, but he's going after the unvaccinated. A <laughs> hundred teenagers meeting up in an abandoned building to give each other vaccinations. <laughs> Bite it. <laughs> Okay. All right. Cut all that. Do not steal original nope. content. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> uh, Love content. So Jenny McCarthy goes into. I actually think this is a really well set up scene. She goes into a room full of scream masks. I I actually kind of like that idea because I've never seen that in Friday the Thirteenth. I've never seen that in Halloween. I I think that there's a lot of potential in an idea like that. Uh, 
Get it? It's meta, guys. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> sure, but like, it's also like you don't know which one of them it could be. No, I know. I, yeah. I, I agree. But you actually do make a good Christmas. It's just like, look, she's in a movie, and you're watching a movie. Uh, I don't know. Check your date. It's, that is, uh, truthfully, that is the fatal flaw of this movie, is the you're in a movie stuff gets really over. I mean, the... <laughs> and like, it pays off. Like, it definitely pays off. But for a while, it's just like, man, we get it. See, that's the thing, is that uh, Scream 2 kind of tried the same sort of thing. Being like, yo, this is the sequel sort of thing. And, and especially the part of the beginning, Parker, if we could circle back to Scream 2 real quick. That opening theater, you said you would have fun in there. I have never been in a theater like that until I uh, watched Fate of the Furious and it burnt out. That's about as loud as the... Toretto! (laughs) I want my money! He said, first of all... (laughs) The last word spoken to the guy in the projector booth. At least put on Boss, baby. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did? Though? You know that Josh would have stayed for it, and also me. I <laughs> also value. would have stayed for it. It's two yeah. movies, it's good value. I would have went out to the lobby, got my free ticket to whatever the hell else I was going to see, and then immediately walked back in to watch the last movie. Par- Parker, Josh was talking to. Tri- I should probably cut this, but Parker, Josh was talking to trivia about how many free sandwiches he's got at Popeyes over the years. He never goes there what unless he has a king. free thing because he's like, the Wizards aren't any good, but when uh, an opponent misses like a two free throws, so you get a free chicken sandwich. <laughs> that man has never paid so for much. a meal in his life. When he was working for the insurance company, he used to go to like Bassett's in town or whatever. He realized that he could write off all meals as like travel expenses. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And And then he said, yeah, so I took like eight people out from the hot force. Like, dude, you want a free meal? (laughs) And took him out to Bassett's. And for some reason, he's no longer he's no longer working at the uh, insurance company. What if these days? Really makes you think. (laughs) What if these days? I love him so much. What if these days Josh is going to pay for a meal and it's going to be weird for him? His brain operates on such a high level. I love him. That first time he pays for King's Wings. Wait, wait, it tastes like this? What the hell, guys? So, uh... Sorry. Uh, We'll skip back to screen three. So, uh, in this movie, we have someone who actually is portraying Courtney Cox's character. I'm just gonna call her Rita Skeeter, because I love Harry Potter so much. Uh, he shall not be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, why would anyone want to be that character? She's like the least likable person I've ever met. Get it? Because it's Hollywood, and they're bad. Yeah. Bad journalists, fake news, corrupt media. Kofi. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, actually, I, there is another scene that made me laugh really, really loud. It's, you get to the purported third victim, right? She's in her house, and she, I don't know what she's doing, but this is a performance of sorts. And she's like, and look at the script. I'm the third victim. I'm the one who's going to be next. And the, the two other people she called over there are like, leave. And she jumps into the arms of her bodyguard, who is Patrick Warburton. I don't know why, but the scene of her jumping into his arms cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good performances. You need more sh- really silly Also, movie. Patrick Warburton's Just like- good, yeah absolutely incredible stunt casting in this movie. Yes, yes. Like, yeah, okay. There's just, there's so many people. There's so many people doing things that they have no business doing. And yet, and yet. Like getting an hour in, they go to the police station and you're like, is that, is that Patrick Dempsey? What the it fuck sure are we is. <laughs> and his partner Bobby Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time you say Bobby Chicago, you keep thinking you're going to say Bobby Shmurda. 
I'm not gonna say Bobby Shmurda. <laughs> we are not naming our go kart Bobby Shmurda. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I I don't know. I kind of feel like we could jump around. Do you want to talk about what happens next? Because I don't have a lot of notes on the plot here. People die. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people. I'm die. very happy to jump Thank around. You. Although I do want to talk jump about around. that first scene when when they're uh, <laughs> when when they're meeting with all the studio executives and we see Chris's favorite person, Roger Corman. <laughs> Big lifelong fan. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about stunt casting. Yeah. Let's talk about old timey producer Lance Henriksen. <laughs> it's so just, good. Whose character arc is just like. Yeah, he just took advantage of women for like 30 years. That's his big reveal. It's like, yeah, he made a bunch of shitty B-movies and also maybe did sex crimes? You figure it out. It's the guy from Alien. It has, he has maybe the best death scene of uh, of anybody in any of the Scream movies. It's pretty I don't know, I mean, good. Lillard's up there, but this one's the, not bad either. The, 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 I'll give you anything you want. I'll give you final cut. You already did, and then slashes his throat is so is fucking a good. It's a real line standing right ovation moment. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it for the Falcon. Oh. Yeah, you can let a lot of things slide when you get that kind of delivery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are a couple other lines like that in this movie. Uh, one of my favorites is, "What's your favorite movie? My life." <laughs> <laughs> Get There's it? also like the Carrie Fisher scene, which made we, me want to put my head in the we toilet. We need to talk about the Carrie Fisher scene. Uh, you know, every movie could use Carrie Fisher, except for most of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Show me where I'm wrong. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> it, just, it caught me off guard. I'm sorry. It says Carrie Fisher rewrote most of her dialogue. No kidding. That's what she always does. Cool. Uh, you know, uh, movies have writers for a reason. Yeah, uh, she wanted to make it sound better. She may have wanted that. <laughs> well, I want a million dollars, bitch. But here we are. <laughs> We're both not living our truth. Yeah, uh, I'm glad they cut out all the scenes of her doing highballs. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, speedballs. Anyway, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's in this too. I remember they they made a Star Wars joke. Whoever gets to sleep with George Lucas. That's an image I really wanted in my mind. Sure, he appreciated yeah. that. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. Yeah, he, may, he may have gone too far in a few places. <laughs> Is he? Maybe that's a reference to the scene where she kissed him on Hook. I don't know. Uh, anyway, thanks for... What? That's not a movie. I like movies. You guys like movies? Yeah, movies are good. Do you recognize movies? Well, if you like movies, I've got the movie for you. It's called Scream 3, where they also like they movies. Also, uh, speaking of movies, they bring back our good friend Jamie Kennedy. Uh, Parker, I know you liked this him a lot in Mask 2. <laughs> this scene where his sister just shows up in a trailer like, hey guys, my dead brother left you a videotape. <laughs> and they pop in a videotape where he's like, ah, so I see you found yourself in a trilogy. So this means I'm dead. And you're like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> this movie has gone off the rails so quickly. That, that videotape doesn't end. He keeps talking for like the longest time and he won't end it. He's just like, well, I'll see some of you. Because not all of you will survive. I didn't. That's the rules. Got well, it. Hey, I'm just thinking to myself, cut. 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 This is the scene where it's like, hey, here at the trilogy, anything can happen. And then none of the people in that room die. Yeah. Well, here's the other they thing. It's like, live. none of those rules also. Like, he's naming, like, think of all the great horror trilogies. 
Godfather 3. <laughs> Why is that the first one? Back to the Future. <laughs> they all went back to the original, revealed stuff we didn't know. I'm like, yeah, great trilogies like Halloween and Friday the 13th. Wait a second. And Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Yo, wait, what the fuck? He's just making shit Exactly. Up. He's just, none of those happened. Fuck that nerd. I'm glad he's yeah, dead. He t- glad he got pulled into a van by his fucking 50-year-old woman in that movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he might be immortal, which, I mean, we'll get to that later on, if it's even worth getting to, but he ended up not Probably really not. being immortal. <laughs> just, they just kind of said it. that he was, so... While we're jumping around, there's like a 20-minute scene where she's just haunted by the ghost of her mother and of her fake house. Gee, thanks so yeah, much, I've movie. seen this movie multiple That's times, so cool. and every time the scene comes up, I'm like, what the fuck now, am I watching? Now, Alex, <laughs> what happened? Alex, did you recognize that really cool house? Oh, it's no. a house from age 20. <laughs> <laughs> love That's a house from yeah. a movie? I love movies. <laughs> Well, it's a shame this movie did not have Joseph Gordon-Levitt getting murdered with an ice skate, but you know, you can't win them all. Well, the thing is, this movie is actually about movies. There's a movie within the movie. You ever watch Pit My Ride? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, have I. Uh, So... I've never heard a more rhetorical question in yeah. my life. So there's a couple, there's a couple scenes I like, I, uh, where the house blows up, uh... That's maybe my that's a, that's a good movie. one because that re- also reminds me of the ending of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. Fucking, to fucking rolls down the hill. <laughs> As you fucking wish. Deputy Doofy just standing there with a fucking thing of margaritas. <laughs> they die horribly in a fire. His last lines. Man, how I just I just. Can you just imagine the fucking Weinstein brothers rubbing their hands together as Ew. they cast Lance Henriksen as themselves? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> High-fiving. No, leave the part about the sex crimes. It's funnier yeah. that way. <laughs> High-fiving in their little cabal. Man, fucking Deputy Doofy, the entire movie, all I can think about, the only thing that I can possibly think about whenever I see him is, Hey, small my finger. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him. <laughs> my ass! <laughs> <laughs> It's a mix between that and the scene of him just in his underwear holding the vacuum cleaner. Because <laughs> he got his dick stuck in it again. I should watch Scary Movie. I shouldn't. What the fuck? You should. You should absolutely you should watch all of them. It'll be a little adventure. Yeah, then watch the documentary. Do what are we at? Eight? <laughs> Don't. No. <laughs> it's getting so dark in here. Are they on the list? Uh, and they're, they're, no. they're technically horror, right? I think the first one might be. I don't know. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> So here's another scene that we uh, actually two two things that also made me laugh because I'm pretty sure they were supposed to be funny is Patrick Warburton had just got killed I guess he gets a knife to the back or whatever and they ask is he dead <laughs> <laughs> now that scene comes back because Roman who's not really dead but he, he might as well be he's he's laying in the coffin covered in blood with a knife sticking out of his chest and Courtney Cox screams and takes his pulse. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. He is he should be dead because she screams and runs away, but he comes back later on so we know he's alive, so she should have felt was supposed to be like, ah, wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> hey, wait. That's a the second. problem when you do a fake out that's been around for a hundred years. Like 
All right, guys. You gotta you gotta spice it up. Somewhere. So if I could put the ball in a tee really quick, uh, there's a line here. I don't even know what a pariah is. <laughs> there's there's some dialogue in this. Yeah, movie. I mean you can just okay. I'll, really I'll just is. say it. Coming again, you put the ball in the tee. It's that little fish that swims around and eats bones. So yeah. <laughs> I gotta. You can't fish think fingers are food, man. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, this is also where the movie starts to kind of dies down a bit for me because this is where the editing gets really noticeable. Like, it's not just the actors who are acting in fucking slow motion. Uh, it's it's this... Uh, here's an example. Like, Nev Campbell comes back. Hooray. And uh, it's a metal detector scene. Did we really need that? Was that really important? Was that a really good idea? I, I don't think that we did because it also didn't work. She still had the gun. You know, I, 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 this is, this is just a scene that could have been excised and no one would have missed it. Man, Gotta be like two 75. Hours. Speaking of a person that could have been excised, you wouldn't have missed it. Nev Campbell. Is she really like the person that everyone cares about? Like you think about Halloween, Laurie Strode is a character that you like. You get to know her and you get to see her growth. You get to see like her adventure and you, you like her, you root for her. You want her to survive. And no, I wouldn't mind seeing her in another movie. I guess it's a, oh god, Halloween too. But like you like that character, Nev Campbell. Is she a character? Does, is there anything that we like about her? Yeah, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree. Oh, I think she's great in all uh, these movies. I would die for Nev all Campbell. Right, I, I don't really like her that much. I just it feels like something was going on where she could not be on set enough because she's not in half this movie yeah she her contract stated that she had to be in some other things so she could only be on set for i think like eight days or something so that's why she's in the movie for like 20 minutes hey you know what maybe don't make scream three then also or just wait another six months or just give us three more jay and silent bob scenes yeah what if they were in here more oh look i know them from hollywood and other movies what if there was a fourth jamie kennedy tape where he's played by Seth Green. Jamie Kennedy, How to Survive a Horror Movie, J-O-I. So... <laughs> <laughs> Parker, could you explain the twist for me? Uh, sure. <laughs> Let me roll up my sleeves here. So this random dude, what is he, the director? Uh, he's a writer. Yeah, Just a guy the working on the I thought Lance Anderson was the director for like a good a 45 minutes. Part of he was the producer. So the director is the thing. killer. But it turns out his mom is Sydney's mom. And so Sydney's mom was in Hollywood starring in Lance Henriksen's shitty little movies. And then weird sex party at Lance Henriksen's house. A lot of question marks. She left town, changed her name. And then got married and had Sydney, and he wants revenge. I guess. So, only question I have: Who's Sydney? <laughs> and also, for him to casually drop like, "So I found you," and then I went to your town, and then I taught the guys from the first movie how to do killings. Like, wait, what? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I actually it's taught just... Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard how to do stabbings. It's the most <laughs> unnecessary exposition, and yet the whole time I'm like, "This is so stupid." I'm kind See, of that's the thing. Is like there were three endings that they had uh, at the ready. This is the one they went with. This was better than two other endings that they went with. You know, given the rest of this movie, that's plausible. <laughs> like the entire third act of this movie is just in Lance Henriksen's giant sex castle, which is a set piece I can appreciate. They go to another basement that's just full of horror props. 
you know that all of those bedrooms have just seen horrible things. Horrible, unspeakable Polanski crimes in every room of that house. And it's like, oh, I can't believe we're making a movie. It's pretty solid. You know, again, I still think it's better than most like third iterations in actually a whole lot of movies. Uh, this is the lowest of low bars. It's to clear, very true. But yes. Yeah, but like, is it better than Halloween three? No, of course not. But it's better than Friday. The what 13th is? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> sure, you watch that. Like th- this movie, if for, for all of its myriad flaws, this movie is at least yeah, fun. it is. Like. Yeah. Like, it's really not boring. Like, it's convoluted. It's kind of stupid. Like, they, they, it's almost like they can tell, like, hey, the movie's dragging. Just throw, like, a random celebrity. I mean, that's fun, like, though. It's, uh, which, that, it, yeah, it works fine. on us, like, too. I think this is another one that's kind of right up our alley. Hey, we need uh, Sydney to find out this piece of information. What if Carrie Fisher was there? <laughs> what if she talked about fucking George Lucas? Like, all right, sure. Whatever. Hey, Let's so just have much. Jay and Silent Bob call the girl from Friends Connie Chung for some reason. Fantastic. I'm so happy that they did that. They're in this. Any final thoughts on Scream 3? I like to say, like, low bar to clear, but I could watch this any day of the week. Uh, yeah, now that we talked it out, I was right. This movie okay. is good. <laughs> it's got problems. You feel the length, but also, like, it's fucking Scream 3. Come on, guys. It's, okay. it's a 90s slasher. Put it Not in my veins. Wait, really? Preacher came out in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah, right. same thing. Which is crazy because the first one came out in 98. Yeah. No, the <laughs> wait, first Scream 1 came out in 96, I think. Yeah. Same thing. All right, so uh, let's move on to the game of games. Oh, boy. Well, got some wrinkles for you Uh-oh. guys this week. Now, if, if we were just looking by the scoreboard, this would be another win for Chris. However... This has been this has been a week of uh, you know sea change and equality in the world, so we're gonna do things a little bit differently this week. Now, Chris, I, I know you. You're a big fan of math, right? Hell yeah. Would you say that seven is bigger than five? I would say that seven is bigger than five. Now you know when you're watching a football game, sometimes you'll see a a really good receiver who's double covered, or you know uh, a really good pass rusher who has to be blocked by two people. So Parker and I have decided to combine our wins this week. Because we've had enough. We've had enough of Chad just always winning. And since you agree... Since you agree that seven is more than five. Parker, would you like to do the honors or should I? This was your baby and I do not want to take it from you. Because I didn't know this existed. (laughs) Wow. So, uh, should I tell him what he's watching, or should I just send him a video file and catch him by yes. surprise? <laughs> All right. Man, that video is <laughs> a lot to take. In. Uh, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna tell him for the yeah. sake of for the sake yeah. of drama. Chris, you're gonna be watching the first two episodes of American Horror Story season seven, Election uh-huh. Night. <laughs> That's yeah. Bad. Hold on. <laughs> should we should we show him the, the it, trailer? Yeah, a trailer? I, Let me see if it's on I Give him that clip because Okay. Okay. I wish yeah. you had seen so my face. Get, like, a live as it here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you can play the audio of this as it's going. Uh, I might be able to do that. Uh, you said season it's seven, not, right? Like I believe it's it's pretty sure it's let me, let me yeah. I'll double check it, but 
Yummy yum. Yum yum yum. Yum 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 yum. Alright. I'm gonna watch it again. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me a second. Um, try not to talk so much because it'll have uh, feedback. Is that blue hair? this again. <laughs> Me too. They're calling this a horror story? Are they trying to see that the orange man's bad? Oh, oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're all at the same scene right now. That guy fucking his TV for uh. Thank you, Nate Silver. Nate Silver's fault. She just said Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland. <laughs> See, sometimes the greatest horrors are real life, uh, Christopher. This guy's supposed to be the Joker? He's getting cheese. But what are you gonna do with it, dude? What are you gonna do? Oh, what? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good oh thing after the events of this trailer. Uh, 
that uh that there aren't a bunch of uh, fascist clowns running around murdering people or anything. Ryan Guess you'll find out. Fucking <laughs> One sucks. of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. Thank you so much. I don't believe it until I hear Rachel Maddow say it. <laughs> it's one of That's, the coolest lines in TV. It's incredible. I don't want you to not be married anymore. <laughs> Donald Trump is but like, wait. take away your right to be married. But wait, there's more. Because this is a week of equality in the NFL. You guys, Colin Kaepernick got another chance. Oh. It's definitely real. It's not fake. And so we're going to spread the wealth around, and everybody's going to assign somebody else a movie. Sick and tired of so Chris, Chris, since, uh, since you were the nominal winner, despite finishing in second place in, uh, in our match, <laughs> uh, you, you can choose whether you assign a movie to Parker or me. Oh, jeez. Uh, I had something. I want to. Could you uh, circle back to me on this? I think I had something. Well, who would you like to assign the movie to? <laughs> Could you circle back to me on this? I don't... <laughs> I, uh, let me... It did give me a little bit of time. I suppose I should cut some of this or something. Uh, yeah, I'll just... I'll wait for you to figure it out, because the rest is contingent on you yeah, doing that. Yeah, give me that, a second so... here. Uh, I'll come up with something. <laughs> da, 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 oh, you're fine. Uh, no, no hurries, dude. Yeah. Wow, you weren't prepared no, to okay, win again, never huh? never mind. I'm assigning it to you. <laughs> you get the Steven Universe movie. All right. That's fucked up. All right, so so Chris is going to assign a movie to me. I'm going to assign a movie to Parker, and Parker's going to assign a movie to Chris. Oh, don't take this out on me. <laughs> Parker, you remember a movie called Clockstoppers? <laughs> Skip, you know I do. Watch Click instead. Do, do you know who the Do you know who the star of Clockstoppers is, dude? Not off the top of my head. Thrinobulax. <laughs> Have fun, buddy. Fuck yes, dude. Oh. <laughs> You shouldn't have. <laughs> oh my goodness. I gotta find some of Chris here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was just looking at the movies and I just saw Blood Runners and pause for a second. <laughs> 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 I considered it, I'll be on. Inside me hardware. That might be too good yeah. for you. <laughs> what? He he did just assign me the Steven Universe movie. He can he can so let Chris, him have it, dude. Here's the thing. This is a movie, it's called Society. It's not about us living in one. Now I'm gonna urge you to absolutely under no circumstances watch this at work. Okay. You will have an incredibly bad time. Society is a movie that once you see it, it too will be a part of you. It is I don't wanna explain it because You'll see. You'll fucking see. Man, what? Yep. Okay. Alright. Yep. He'll see. I wish my name was Billy Warlock. <laughs> I'll make Dude, same. Alright, alright. I'll make sure to watch this at work. Anyway, Scream 3 at... Do not... Look, it's your job, buddy. <laughs> You're gonna have a lot of explaining to do. Scream 3 ends with uh, Silent Bob being revealed as Bigfoot. <laughs> And that's the tea, sis.